We recording there? We are now. And we're recording. 30 plus 2 on the board. Um, Isaiah Reed and Kyle Thompson here. And you got back from California. I and how did. was that? Yo, California was amazing. It was so hot. The first actually, actually the first day we got there, it was like, dude, it's freezing. I was wearing <laughs> a jacket. We got to go check out the new KTM building, yep. which was unbelievable. Walking through the shops and just like seeing all of the you know, individual teams and everything that's there. And then you're just casually walking and Roger DeCoster is just in there. Man. It's five o'clock. Guy was probably the first one in the office and he's just, he's got the biggest smile on his face. He's in the it's machine crazy. shop by himself, dude. just tinkering with stuff. Okay. That is like the point of my life, dude. If it's, it's passion for him. He, yeah. he loves his job. He, it doesn't, it's not work for him. He's just so excited to go out there and improve and, and make winning bikes. And that that's what, like, he's like 75 or something. I don't even know. Man, what he, like you can tell he? so easy when you look at somebody, whether they're enjoying what they're doing or if they're actually hating it. And just the joy that we saw on this man's face, I was like, that's insane. It makes total sense why he is 78, dude. 78? 78 years old man like Just running around the shop with a smile and then the next day it ends up getting real hot out like scorching hot and this guy decides to walk out to the cti thing the tri uh, california trials invitational and he walks out just sitting there by the fence arms crossed just watching these guys and just studying man of study man of motorsports yeah. like the guy it was the coolest thing you just want to know like just get in his brain for a second just to see what he's thinking about you know yeah. he's watching these trials guys is he like being like okay well we can you know translate some of this into moto like cooper webb could be a little bit better out here if we do this it's you know it's what crazy. yeah what is he thinking you know is he thinking that oh the way that they load this and the way that it you yeah. know releases and these bikes work who knows what goes on when, in his brain. When do you think, so 78, when do you think he's going to be like, you know what, enough's enough. Is he going to just get to 80 and he's like, that's it? No, or? no. He's the type of man, you see them, you know, it's a rare species of human, I think. Obviously, I'm way young to talk about this, but I, you know, seen it before. He's the type that doesn't stop ever until he physically stops. Like, mm -hmm. I, I saw this thing one time and it was a guy talking and he's like, what do you regret? And he's like, I regret stop moving. Yep. And he's like, why? And they ask him why. He's like, the moment you stop moving is the moment you die. Yeah. So your whole life, like all you have to do, dude, is just keep moving, keep passion, keep working. Don't, don't just retire and kick back with your feet up every day. You just, you melt away as yeah. a human. The impressive part of it is it's in California too. And I know you dealt with that traffic when you were there and he's, I don't know where he lives. Maybe he lives close to the shop, which it's easy for him to get there. I'm sure he does. Like, man, dealing with that at that age, you just don't want to deal with it in general. And he's 78 and, and you know what? I see it with my dad. He's getting up to 70, but he just never stops moving. And yeah. uh, that's the way I want to be. If it's, if I'm retired, I'm still going to be moving, doing something and, and staying active because man, as soon as you do, like you said, yeah. you're done. You're yeah. done. So I, I don't know what his deal is, but I don't think he's at any shortage of stopping. But yeah, man, CTI was rad. Got home, got a major tan. We went, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> we went out a couple nights and then caught a flight and drive to LA. Don't know why we flew out of LA, but dude, you know what? Last minute flights. <laughs> <laughs> Did we tell people that we put you on spirit? Oh, really tested you? <laughs> oh my god! I've never felt like such a diva in my life, man. Do you know how hard it was for me to not? call you the moment that i landed Dude, i could feel the tension through the messages you were sending me and, I was like, oh. and then i sent you to god knows where for a rental Dude, car hey man those rental car places in la sorry man it happened at brad and i too and we were like what a, it's just weird dude it's weird <laughs> man i apologize yeah i appreciate the <laughs> apology I, i'm sorry for being a diva on set and uh you know i get there and i'm like I'm like, oh, Frank got us, you know, this rental car. And I'm like, oh, rad deal. I looked at the, you know, receipt you sent yep. me. I'm like, oh, sick on deal. <laughs> pumped on it. Saving us some money. Saving the company money. I'm like, oh, wait. This c- company doesn't even have a shuttle. I'm like, ah. Oh. Didn't really think anything of it. It's sad oh, a shuttle, not, not a big deal. Let me get an Uber. Yeah. So LAX moves their Uber location off site so you got to take a a bus to a location to get an uber to go get my rental car then i get to the rental car place there is bro i'm not joking you there was so many flies dude buzzing at you know it's a sketchy place when there's instantly instantly flies and then this chick makes me buy car insurance when we already have company Dude, insurance. will force your hand. Those Dude. places, those then, sketch bags. Last thing here on this, she had the audacity to tell me she gave me the upgrade. <laughs> You're like, it didn't even have Bluetooth. It didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Can you god, imagine? First class, friggin' first world problems. Eh? Oh my god. Last time when I was in LA, I rented a Corvette, and this time I show up with no Bluetooth. It's like an 04 I'm a diva. Camry. I, I admit it. I admit it. It's it was like down. the owner's personal car, Camry. <laughs> 2004 i swear to god bro i don't know what it was he's like you know what i'll take the bus here but put insurance on it (laughs) oh that that was too good but yeah no it was super cool um just it's always fun being out i made up for the hotel the hotel is dialed hotel was dialed that hotel is just clean yeah Yeah. you had a major w on the back end (laughs) you knew that was coming down the pipe too i did (laughs) like settle down brad (laughs) (laughs) we'll make it we'll make it a quick stop at chipotle and we're in business dude that's a that's my go-to too Uh, chipotle it doesn't matter what time as long as after 10 a.m you're boom chipotle and you're charged up you're ready for the day you know what's crazy and i don't know how we didn't figure this out last time so when we were up there, then the next day before we were going to go to the KTM building, yeah. you know, I went early in the morning. Obviously, our friend Brad was still sleeping. Of course. And I went up, found the first barber place that was open, went and got a little touch up. And then we come back and Brad's, oh my God, you got a haircut? Like, I, I want to get a haircut. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. And then he also needs a bank because his <laughs> credit card and yeah. whatever is going on. Needs so, some cash out. So we had this thing where I was like, I want a coffee. I want Chipotle. Brad wants a haircut and he's got to go to a bank. Okay. So I search up this Chipotle thing, but I, I just drive out first because I kind of have an idea of that mm-hmm. area. And so I just start driving and then I re- remember where one is. So I like kind of take this long way around. Anyways, I pull up there. We go to Chipotle. I don't realize at the time, but Brad's like, oh, look, there's a Supercuts. He's so white, he goes to Supercuts. Oh, yeah. Never Him go and to I would just be marching in there. Never go to, oh, drives me nuts. Anyways, <laughs> so so they he he's like, oh, look, there's a Supercuts. 
I'm like, oh, perfect. So we're we're two for in the same parking lot. One stone. I love it. Well, two doors down, there was a bank from Supercuts. One door down from the bank was a Starbucks. Buddy. All in this one parking lot. That's California for you. Everything that we wanted. The craziest part, after we were done with all this, we turned around and I realized it was in the same parking lot. You know how you can go the back way by Chili's? Yep. Yep. Love chilies. All right there. It, I, we didn't even have to leave the parking lot to go back to our hotel. Yeah, that's you're in the that's that mall parking lot. Yeah, that, yeah. It's, oh, it was buddy. unreal. God, that's a huge win. It was such a way to start the morning. And those things that, that fires me up. It's the small things in life that Dude, fire that you up. You know, w. especially when you're like looking to get stuff and and you're trying to find stuff and it just all just comes to you so easily. But that like literally California's. You look around and there's a Chipotle, boom, Starbucks. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. crazy every corner. But uh, yeah. man, so the uh, the actual trials was good, but uh, you sent me a snap, like a memory snap, and we were in the hot tub last year, and my neck was so red. Dude, you were so burnt. Oh, buddy. Like, I was like, oh my God, I don't even remember that. <laughs> you were that was... so red. And we get in that thing. We're all pasty. Our yep. friendly pasty boy, Al, was making another appearance. Shout out to Al that's not here to do the audio. He signed up for one pod. Now we got uh, Jacob. Thank yeah, you, Jacob. Yeah, we got Jacob on the He's audio. The man, Shout out. Al, I don't know, man. You're just skipping a whole week of yep. the office and stuff. Anyways, so yeah, you know, that place was sick. We had a great time. I really wish you would have came oh, back out this year. But on the fence. You just got back from the races yeah. that I wasn't invited to. and. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> and all this but anyways what did you do on the weekend man i was just thinking that i was like i I don't think i did anything there was so much uh there's so many sports on man there's hockey like the sting which starting sting shout out to them because it's the first time in the third round they're playing london knights which is going to be hard to beat they've already down two games but uh watch that i watched supercross was a daytime race um obviously leaves played and the bruins and i mean it was just so much sports and f1 was on Dude, I just pigged out, man. I worked out, walked a bunch, and then watched sports a bunch. So that's How about it. stoked are you? I know Leafs isn't your team. No, I'm stoked but, though, man. But you I felt little... for all Leafs fans out there, I felt the monkey off the back. Like Those that are 19 was years? Yeah, 19 years. 19, 19. years. And to beat Boston. <laughs> was, we'll, or no, for Boston, Boston to, get, to beat, get beat. Yes. It's huge because yeah. Boston just has this sort of vendetta, I feel like, against Toronto and they won't the lose. And they won't Canadians. Lose to Toronto. Yeah. yeah, they're not gonna if they got through Florida, they wouldn't have lost to Toronto. It would have been like five games. Yeah. I don't know. But uh man, Florida's gonna be tough. Like I know Leaf Leafs fans are pumped on it. It's gonna be a battle. I think Toronto's gonna beat them, but man, it's gonna be grind. It's gonna be scrappy. Yeah, yeah. That's it's, huge. I man. love it. I'm just every night watching two, three games. I'm just addicted to the playoffs right now. It's that time yeah. of year. It's it, every game means something. That's why. And yeah. Uh, what about uh, basketball? Dude, basketball is intense right now. Golden State just, you know, got their win and now they're playing the Lakers. Lakers crushed oh, wow. Dylan Brooks's stupid face. Oh my God, I hate that. This kid who's got no anything, no accolades, no champions, yeah. no. He's a nobody. The fact that we even have to talk about him in any sort of conversation because he started chirping LeBron. Like, so just a quick story on it. This guy, Dylan Brooks, he, he gets interviewed after a game. They finally beat him. Um, They beat the Lakers one game and he goes back to the locker room. He's like, Oh, that's what I do. I I poke bears. He's (sighs) like, he's like, I don't respect nobody till they give me 40. You don't respect LeBron James. 
Oh, oh. doesn't he come back out the next night and give him 40? Oh, 20, 20 points, 20 rebounds, and then then the final game, they beat them by 40 points. No. Yeah. Love that. And, and he put uh, – LeBron posted a post. It was like, um, if you see me – about to get in a fight with the bear help the bear yeah <laughs> that's yeah. great yeah so it was good man it's getting intense but you know we got a lebron steph matchup you know what uh is cool about sports these days is the fact that lebron can go on twitter or instagram or whatever he posted that and have a subtle chirp he's not really pointing that guy out he's yeah. you know you know an analogy or a metaphor yeah. or whatever yeah. but we live in a generation that information travels so fast so if somebody's pissed at somebody you're gonna find out quick and then you can follow the thread to see like the whole get to the bottom of it yeah yeah you know what's kind of crazy about that and this is a little tangent away from sports but onto the real information real fast yeah there was a member of congress a couple of days ago we are jumping all over the place with this one um but there was a member of congress that stood up and was talking about the actual what is tiktok doing and why is it so bad like what is it doing that other domestic social media platforms aren't and they were talking about the fact that um so on instagram if you go in and try this at home yeah, i tried it last i know you, you know what i'm saying yes go so explain it so, so if you go on your instagram and you type in france what the pictures you'll see dude beautiful little eiffel towers uh, exactly and nice go yeah. on go on tiktok, TikTok and type that and you'll see mine will be blown the current things that are happening the current violence domestic mm-hmm. all this stuff that is real world problems that no one ever gets to see yeah. it's always glamorous we don't get to see that this world we're kind of fucked right now yeah i love tiktok for that there's no filter yeah. it, it's that is the the absolute perfect uh, way to put it is type in france on instagram search see what you see and then do the same on tiktok and it's gonna be a different world yeah. and uh, man the one video i seen the guy bicycling through town there's heaps of garbage piled through the streets and like there's uh, uh laugh or tear gas or you're getting thrown by like cops and so many swat guys out there corralling these peaceful you know uh protesters it's nuts and fires and cafes and all over the cities and cars blowing up it's nuts dude wild it's you know why it started though what? it's um they the is it the pres, president prime prime minister whatever they call their well, their france, leader yeah, there yeah. Uh, of uh france he changed the retirement age from 62 to 64 they went up two years so now people are two years locked into their jobs or whatever wow. people lost it and wow. that's what it's all about the protests and then i honestly don't feel like it'd get too violent until the cops start kind of pushing people around then yeah. that violence comes out yeah that's just my opinion yeah i mean aggravation you know creates <clears throat> yeah. aggravation so that's that's pretty simple but yeah what a what a world we live mm. in with social media and the you know the comments i always we always get laughs out of oh, the yeah. comments i think comments oh, are better buddy. than videos You'll send and, me a video and you're like go yeah, peep that comment section and <laughs> you get a laugh out of the video and then you go to the comment section you lose i'm crying yeah. <laughs> i'm crying because people that just comment on these videos are just comics they're hilarious oh so... <laughs> <laughs> the birds. Oh, man. oh lord we but... should do a, just a pod of just the funny t- we talked about that the other day we yeah. do a pod and just tiktoks and instagram just, reels just funny, funny TikToks. Ones. um 250 lawrence wrapped up a championship yeah 100. you know what were your thoughts on that um i liked it like obviously hunter i feel like he's catching his stride i think that you know it took him a few years and jet was just very 
quick to pick it up. He, you know what I mean? Some riders are just that way. I feel like Hayden Deegan, he's quick to pick it up. Uh, Hunter just needed that time. I really think that Hunter will surprise a lot of people as he moves through, you know, the 250 class into the 450 class. And uh, he may challenge Jet. Like, I think he's got that speed and maturity now that he's going to do that. Where, Jet, man, Jet's the man. Like, oh, jeez. So good. Dude, he's, it's so crazy to think because at one point, and honestly, until I saw Designations, I probably would have gave Hunter the nod at oh, Outdoors. Yeah. Yep. But then I saw how Jet rode that 450. <laughs> and, like, I don't know what you do to stop a guy with that trajectory. I can't wait for the Outdoors for that, for Jet alone, for him alone. Because we know Tomac and Sexton, they have, you know, Sexton's got unfinished business. He's down in points in the Supercross. He's probably not going to win that championship 18 points back. And then he's going to come in outdoors. He's like, I got to win something, man. This guy's beating me three in a row now. Three in a row, back to back to back. So he's got something. But then you throw Jed in there, and then there's a teammate aspect to it. Oh, could get ugly. Yeah. it's. But what happens there? Do we know anything? Has there been any rumor mill of where Sexton's going? KTM, right? Yeah, like, it has to. Yeah, I think so. But it kind of like has that you know F1 uh, Red Bull team feel. You know, you got it to, does. I feel like Max Verstappen, I would have said it would have been, you know, Max would be Chase, but I feel like it's flipped. Now I think Chase is like Chico in this situation. Yeah. And he's kind of on the back burner because they got Jet coming up. So yeah. It's kind of cool. It's Think about how, you know, I, I wholeheartedly believe that Sexton's going to win out this season, mm-hmm. especially with Webb out now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tomac is too smart, mm-hmm. doesn't want to play those games. He'll he'll get the start like he did this weekend Dude, and pulled. gapped. And then and then he went in cruise mode and you know, Sexton kept pushing. And when he gets there, Tomac's already just settled into his pace. Yeah. So for Sexton to win, he'd have to go one one and Tomac would have to go four four, I think, because that would gain him seven and seven. Oh wait, more. He needs more points than that. Shoot. Yeah. He needs nine points at both, so I think he needs to go like six six, yeah. which like come on, like I think he's lapping up his six. Yeah, so it's like yeah, it's a hard hard ask. So yeah, Tomac's just gonna mail it in, get a couple podiums, maybe third, maybe let Roxon through for a second or something. Who knows? <laughs> you know, who knows? Buddy yeah, I don't, deal. I don't think that's his. I don't think that's his vibe. But he's going for another champ. He's gonna be in the record books, man. Yeah, I don't think oh. we're talking about his greatness enough, to be honest. Man, I don't know why, but Tomac's been so like in the shadows. I want to say of like great. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why. It just doesn't feel like he's like on that Carmichael Stewart level. And is it because the competitions like been? Do you think any know. of it is because we're older watching it happen? Maybe. Maybe, but I'm 40, so I've been. I mean, I watched Carmichael's a little bit older than me. Stewart's a little bit younger. Yeah, but how old were you when Shoot. Carmichael was being Carmichael? When Carmichael came in at 16, and I, I seen his first ever race, Steel City, 96. He would have been 16. So yeah, um, he's born in what? 79. Yeah, 79, and I'm in 82. So you were still kind of young. Yeah, I was young, but he was good for it was in 96 till 2007, right? Yeah. So that was 10 years, and I would have. You know, he's 26, 27 when he retired. Um, but then I seen Stewart. He's born 85, I believe. Yeah. So Stewart would have been. And Reed's my age, right? Reed's yeah. an 82. I don't know. 
Like it's I, tough. I just don't know. I feel like I also feel like the era of how much we consume content, how mm, much we see. Yeah. I know even as That's Tomac, it. Tomac is not a big social guy, but we still see him at I, the Yamaha test track. We see yeah. him here. We see him there. They become humans to us instead of superheroes. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right, man. I remember, and it might be an age thing. I remember going to like Atlanta Supercross when Justin raced it back in like 99, 2000, early 2000s and seeing, um, you know, Carmichael on his factory bike rolling into the track. You know, I'd be down in the, the paddock and I was like, man, they, they seem like celebrities. That's like kind of like us seeing maybe Keanu Reeves or Brad yeah. Pitt or something. Like, holy shit, like that's crazy. Yeah. But nowadays, like, I'm down there in press, see Tomac Cooper, talk to him, because obviously I know Cooper forever, but like they don't feel that way. And maybe that is exactly it. It's social media slash being that these guys are so accessible. Yeah, we're in the industry as yeah. well. It's like we talk about it, how, you know, sometimes we're numb to what yeah. we do. Oh, I agree. You know, we'll be on whatever it is, whatever show we're doing mm. and don't really think anything of it. But yep. in reality... You know, it's just because we're so entrenched in the culture. But from the outside, I guarantee you there's people from my hometown or, you know, you even have some of your friends oh, yeah. that are like, oh, dude, what you guys do is so badass. Like, yeah. that's so cool. So I think part of it is just a little bit of being numb. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I think so. Um, because, yeah, like you said, when that Carmichael Stewart era, I was still just a huge fan and not so much embraced and yeah. going to it. I think it started swinging over when uh, Cole was racing Supercross in 2012 and, um, and just being in the pits being mm -hmm. in the, the paddock and, and seeing these guys day to day. And then that like Tomac raced him. Like I knew Tomac when he was on sixties racing Cole. Like yeah. I've seen him through the Amateur days, Jason Anderson, Bogle, uh, Savachi, all those guys, Nichols. I think that has something to do with it too. It's like, no, I know where this guy came from. Like he's been good for a long time. So I don't know what it is, but I'm sure there's so many people out there like Tomac is the man, like he is the goat, blah, blah, blah. But for us, I don't know. I think this new generation and just being inside the industry instead of outside looking in is the big difference. Yeah. So what, uh, you know, for this week, I'm heading to Laguna. We're mm. doing some Optima Ultimate Streetcar stuff, which is going to be pretty rad. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like our last hurrah before we get into some yeah. stuff in Canada here. I but. think this is Laguna our last show before the first Triple Crown. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, well, you got to work on some post stuff. Yeah. But Inside X. Uh, which if you're listening to this before seeing Inside X episode three, check that out for the 250 preview. That was pretty cool. Badass. Yeah, that, Love that talking was about dope. those youngsters yeah. and some old guys in there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Laguna, I want to go race Auburn this weekend. If Jacob's listening. I might not be here Sunday. Oh, he, he's listening. <laughs> wow. I don't know though. I'm gonna play the weather. I'm gonna play the weather. I think we got enough. We got enough guys in in the the broadcast room that would cover that. Well, you're lucky that the show is late because producer Jacob wasn't going to be here, Jeez. which would have really required you to be here. He was he going to mountain biking? You go mountain biking there? No, Jacob? he's got to go pick up his daughter. <laughs> daughter yeah, I know. yeah, I know, I know. Um, but. Anyways, I think we're squared there. Okay. We'll see how you make out on the race. I would love to see you start to get some gate drops, though. I need to. I'd like to ride once more this week. I did a 20-minute moto at the back track. It was very hard packed. This and, on the weekend? Uh, Gracie went riding with me. It was like last Thursday or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah you, were, you were gone. Wait, yeah. wait. Or, yeah, last Thursday. Man, my days are running together. I you got were definitely home on gone. Thursday. Or I was flying. Yeah, you yeah. weren't home. Yeah. Either way, um, yeah, I went for just a quick rip. 
went out and took the girls out there and uh actually gracie was like there was a bunch of people riding jay had like a ride day so uh, i was like gracie just ride over some jumps on cole's supercross track so she was doing that and then i'm like oh you know what i kind of feel like riding so i went out for a 20 minute rip out there I had the 16s on there i literally had people like that are local from this area riding they're like oh cole good to see you man you're doing good at supercross i'm like Dude, I just came back. I, I literally no. went back there first to see you the track. You felt like a superhero a little bit. Oh, no? I, I, it was, I mean, I was just fist pumping people. And they, I'm like, if you knew who it was, you wouldn't be fist pumping. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Were you wearing some CT gear? I just had Thor gear. Um, it was stuff that he wore for Arena Cross. He didn't have his number on the back, though. It was just... Um, I mean, your guys' style at the back track is kind of similar. Yeah, and that track's it, a very beginner Very track. superhero track. I know. I, I don't know it. if I love the new direction of it. I but don't. I loved it the flow and i just seen year. a video um of the old way and i was like oh, man it was so flowy dude it's just triple into this yeah, yeah, yeah oh it was so fun oh, i hate that it's just like keep it the same for oh. the boys <laughs> yeah. we had good relays out there oh. i was actually talking to cole about uh doing some relays when he gets back and Firing he's back up he's constantly thinking of how it, it can be challenging to him which i appreciate you know he doesn't want to just he wants to win but he wants to have like some like like a dopamine hit of beating us on a 125 like that makes him feel good <laughs> yeah. uh so he's like man if i i ride the 125 and then isaiah's on a 450 and then like put you on maybe a 450 and you got like a dub or alec like this could work like this could be a challenge and it's a really big spread going from having cole and myself <laughs> which is a pigeon lower <laughs> than a pigeon you know and cole's cole and then you got yourself and Ada, but you and Ada together are both really good riders. So yeah. Cole's pulling some serious weight. Uh, he is. He is physically and literally. It's, <laughs> it's all about conditioning, and and we were just saying, uh, probably should explain how the relay weight race works first. So we go to the back track, which we were just explaining is a beginner track. Yeah. We start. We have our two start lines, two finish lines, kind of thing like that. So say Austin and I start on one side of the track, you and Cole on the other. Cole and I will start, do two laps, and then as soon as we pass that finish line, Austin will start for me, you'll start for Cole, you do your two laps. I think we either do one swap or two swaps, depending on what we're feeling. And uh, yeah, as soon as we uh, hit that finish line, man, it's it's been close at times. Dude. I remember one time you were like, you were like, oh, I got a lead on Al, because Al was my partner. And you're like rolling through the whoops. And I'm like, oh boy, here comes Al. Al was blazing. And you just narrowly beat him. And oh. like you just arm pump or something. Man, I was arm pumped all like crazy. And I knew I had a little gap with Al. And I'm kind of judging him. Like I'm like, all right, I know where he's got to be. I know where I got to be. And I'm watching Cole losing it <laughs> come on come on man let's go like he thought we were he thought i was blowing it oh, yeah, we all thought it. but this, you know what he's like man he's the most competitive person oh. i know you know that um and so showed him by the way like talking about competition i'm going to swing it over to uh talking about your gaming before we're up this 30 minutes oh I need a report because my buddy Mizey, who's now list, uh, he's our fifth listener. Nice. He said he called. Nice. It, uh, we had four before. Now we got five. So nice. thank you, Mizey. Uh, have you raced with him? Yeah. How how is he? Mizey's getting way better. Okay, he's training. He's training. And you, it's you crazy. Can, you, he, 
Ask him though. He knows who's he knows who's. I know. Goat. He said he texts me. He's constantly texting me, showing his lap times. I don't know much about the game, but he did pop onto an online one. He dusted whoever's out there. Let's go. And he got in a lobby and randomly Automotico Brad was out there no. doing a moto. He's like, "This is nuts." No <laughs> way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. Mize hops in. Mize is part of the gang. Like he he's he's in, he's in there nightly, putting in his laps. Yeah. You know, he goes pretty good. And he's been getting better. He just needs to be consistent. It it's so crazy with oh, that yeah. game. Sometimes like, you have to run a full race with little mistakes in order to win. If there's a couple of good people, Dude. and that's where I shine. I can Is there do la- like lappers are an issue. Oh yeah. Oh, what oh. about tough blocks? You hit those and tough blocks are an awful issue. It's crazy, oh, dude. Oh my god. And and like so. Sometimes you'll get in these lobbies where people just come in and just smoke you, just absolutely clean you. And, like, they're just dickheads. They're not racing. The other day, Ryan Beatty got in a oh. lobby with Austin. They and Ryan Beatty started just driving straight through the track, through corners, through everything, and just did. Oh, man. A- so Adub I- snapped. Okay, so Adub is so chill yeah. until he's not, and yeah. he'll snap. Like, that dude, would just make him dude, just dude, blood boil. And he's like, is this who I think it is? <laughs> he's like, is this who I think it is? And it was. And then BD messaged him, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know it was you, dude. Oh, there Austin some... 424, you know who Austin 424 <laughs> yeah, is. There was some tension. Okay, so uh, what's the leaderboard looking like now? We have uh, obviously you, Austin, CT, uh, Brad, and Mizey. What's your what's the top five? Break that down for those yeah, guys. Yeah, well, I mean. You're still top? Uh, I'm going to go top one. Yeah, P1. Go... See, and here's the issue. I got to pause real quick because your brother Cole has been hopping on when no one else is on. Love that for him. Sending us screenshots of these laps or him winning like – Dude. Like, like, get on with the boys. Throw yeah. it down. Then he needs. Uh, he's he's a trying men- to. He's, he's a mental midget out there, he's man. Practicing he, in yes. silence yeah. until he thinks that he can come beat me. Because and he, then he will come and try to beat you. And if he loses, he's back to the silent mode. Yes. He won't. He won't go. And then he'll get to a certain level. And he's like, all right, I'm ready. To I get got it. it. And then it's almost like a Rocky vibe. You yeah, know? Like he, he's, he's dude, training. He's, he's training. I got notifications for when he gets on. And, oh yeah. And, and so like the guy's been on. If I, that was me and I knew you had notifications, I'd start a new account just to just to be real and silent. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think I'm going to go myself, A-Dub, Mitchie, Cole, Mize. Dude, Mitchie's up there. Automoto. Mitch Rempel. Yeah, I Miss Mitch that guy Rempel. on the uh, real track. But uh, yeah. that, was, that was 30 minutes and that'll segue into my question. Um, so that being said, gaming included, I would say that's an eSport. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with money. Money is not a part of the equation, and basketball is not an option. What sport or motocross, basketball, motocross, off the table, what sport would you like to be top-level athlete at, and why? Two two parts to this. So if, if it was actually me being a top-level athlete, I think golf okay. would be one that I would just absolutely love the lifestyle, nice nice places and yeah you know that feeling of i can't even imagine the feeling i get when i hit a good shot makes my entire day they do it can you imagine the feeling of sinking the winning putt at the masters Mm. yeah insane no one could tell me shit no one could tell me anything they man what great uh series to watch uh was it full swing oh man yeah every episode i became a fan of that besides uh was it uh 
Kepka. Kepka. Yeah, Brooks Kepka. Ah, I couldn't stand him. Yeah. Uh, but everybody else, I was like, these guys are awesome. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. So that's probably one. The other one is, I would love to be a coach. I've, oh. I've always, I know, yeah. I would love to be a top level coach. Don't know. You kind of took heat. away basketball, but I just love the you know the the progression of a team and you know building Drafting units that work together and, and yeah. plans and seeing that stuff come together it's kind of who i've been naturally i mean the year after i graduated high school i coached high school basketball mm-hmm. and i did that for some years and you know just the coaching aspect and being like that part of it i really do love that as well yeah so it's uh it's always tough to see when it it comes down to a bad season for a team like i'm a capitals fan so they mm-hmm. had a bad season this year and coach got fired right away yeah. goalies are getting blamed it's like the coach and the goalies are the first on the chopping block as far as like getting blamed mm-hmm. and then it goes up you know up the ladder and yeah. obviously the superstars never really take much heat unless they have an unproductive year but um, they don't yeah, fire the gm near enough no exactly i think the guy the, who's in charge of building yep. a team and you're yep. failing at building a team but I'm sure, yes, it's, it's a weird one because yeah. you've got to look at the way that these players are getting played. Um, and Capitals, for instance, it, it just, the, the format the coach is bringing wasn't meshing with the way that they typically would be successful. Yeah. Um, so that's that's tough. But yeah, that's a good, that'd be cool to be in top level sports. And you can do that for years, right? That you don't yeah. have a window of like, oh, I'm like 35 now and I'm kind of retiring. Yeah. You can continue to do coaching. So yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So that's what I do. Now, your question, um, does money buy you happiness? And either answer, explain why. I think that money can create opportunities <clears throat> to um, create happiness. So in, in that being said, I think that for me, like if I were to, you know, boom, I had say 10 million bucks to spend. I had $10 million. I would... I'd want to do like more into this business. I'd want to do more stuff for Jetworks and Triple Crown and all that stuff. Like I'd rather put the money there, invest it and and properly build something that creates more work and and that stuff. So it's not like I'm like, oh, buy a yacht, buy a, a new house, whatever. I just think that I think what you're doing regardless of the payout is is what's going to bring the happiness for me at least. And it's just my opinion, but um I mean, you'd be lying to say money couldn't create some happiness, but I think yeah. that uh, you've got to love what you're doing at the same time. I, I hear that. I think, yeah, mine's very similar. I don't think money does buy you happiness, but it doesn't fix problems. Yeah. You know, it can fix temporary problems, but like, yeah. you know, ha- being happy is free. Yeah. I know? think the biggest issue I see is say, say for instance, you yeah. single, say you ran into say 20 million you're pretty set you could probably like if you invest your money properly 20 millions you're good you're good for life mm-hmm. you know you could properly manage 20 million and do some projects you're, you're creative enough yeah. you can do some jobs on the side the problem where i see is who's gonna you know leech on to you who's gonna jump on there and you're single so you know what i mean you Dude, start losing a little bit changing of trust. though what's that my my gang's not changing no i know your day ones aren't but you know what i mean like yeah. it's you're single so you got to worry about like okay yeah. is this because i i spent this money on this girl and took her yeah. here is she loved me for this like i don't know yeah. that's where i see the issues yeah it's it, it is true i guess last kind of point is just like i saw or i, I heard this thing i was talking about how you know on the on the inside money is free mm-hmm. uh, like what makes you happy is free and to 
to think back to the last time that you were gen like if you are unhappy if that's if you mm -hmm. think oh money is going to solve my problems think back to the last time that you were genuinely happy why what were the reasons what were you doing go back to it like whether it was just being a kid being carefree no matter what sort of shape form whatever the chances are there's been things in this universe that make you happy mm -hmm. that don't include money money will help a lot it can you know allow you to go places that would make you happy sure who wouldn't want to pick up tomorrow and go to the yeah. Maldives and you'd just, be lying if you say you didn't want yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's not going to fix your every day we wake no. up and love what we do mm. right yeah so it's been a long time since um I don't even remember being upset or you know I mean you get upset with yeah. certain things that happen in your life but being generally upset with life no it's uh it's been good and it's the people you surround yourself with obviously and the people you work with and all that but uh yeah heck yeah man that was a good last two laps there. Yeah, so uh, 30 plus two, episode three, Moto episode three, we'll call Moto it. Three. Moto three. In the books there. Thank you to Jacob, our silent killer over there. Always yep. dialed in. He's always our guy. Yeah. All right. Catch us next time. 30 plus two.